Speedy son, the yeah. Suli son. Yeah. Um, uh, Gilbert, uh, I think no, Gilbert's son played with my in the in the travel ball squad with with my other son. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Matt Barnes' kids play up there with them. <coughs> yeah. So yeah. The twins. Like, yeah, the twins. They, they play. They, old, they on the travel ball. They on the travel team with, with my my uh, younger son. They on the uh, the age group up. Yeah. Yeah, the twins, they dope with it. Hell yeah. Welcome to Craig Facts, man. Yeah. Another illustrious episode, man. Illustrious. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. I don't know what you was talking about. Huh? I don't know what you was talking about. A lot of motherfuckers that people don't talk about having hands is Manu Ball. Manu. He did. Manu. He got a ball, got hands. Yeah, Manu. He beat the dog shit out of refrigerator parents. <laughs> 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 That's like. He was tactical when he flew. He was. When yeah. he said 6'9", and they go, that's what I thought about. Like, man, that jab, nigga. That's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like fighting Doslam. You know what I mean? Yeah, you ain't gonna win that fight. You're from the free throw lane. Right. Incredible hands, man. And we got a special guest, man. We're gonna treat him like part of the family, man. Won't y'all give it up for Jay Phillips? What up, y'all? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. First time I ever walked into the comedy store, like 2009, I used to have this night called Trippin' on Tuesdays, which was the night in LA for years. And when I walk in there, Jay Phillips is on stage and he's telling this joke about being out with a friend that run his mouth too much. Mm. And he gets beat up at a 7-Eleven. Oh. <laughs> you know what joke I'm talking about? I know exactly what joke I'm talking about. I remember the dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Shout out to the nigga running his mouth too much. Yeah, niggas talk too much. It's, it's, it's like art imitates life, man, because it was actually a combination of two different stories. It was one, one, oh, I gotta get in. Um, one story. Right. One story was um, I was at I was doing this club in Philly, and uh, I was about to go out by myself after the club. I was doing a laugh house, and I was like, man, let me get a drink somewhere. So I'm sitting out in front of this little club. And I'm trying to scope the spot out because when you travel by yourself or to different cities, you got to see what the lay, the lay of the land is before you right. just go running up in the wrong spot. Right. So I'm sitting out there chilling. I'm just watching the door, smoking one. And um, next thing I know, somebody hit the door. Boom! And it was like the bouncers was throwing somebody out. Throwing somebody out. And this dude was like, yo, what's up? What's up? And he walked back up to the bouncer. And the bouncer was like, man, go ahead. And he pushed him back like that. And the motherfucker came back up again. And it was just one. Pow! And then he hit him and knocked the nigga back inside the club. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest shit in the world. And then the other case was when I was riding with my homie, I came back, you know, I hadn't been back in D.C. for a minute, came back, pick up one of the homies, we riding around, we pull up to 7-Eleven, he talking all this rah-rah shit about what he used to do and all of that goofy shit, and then we get out, he go in the store, and the dude let the door close, he was like, God damn, man. And the dude turned around and said, you ain't my bitch. <laughs> and dude just was like, all right, and he let it, and he yeah. walked in. <laughs> that, that was one yeah. just, just yeah. yeah. And then he got back in the car, he was like, what was all that rah-rah shit you was talking before you got out? <laughs> I used to bounce at this bar back in the day, and it was a dude, we cool now, big African dude, man, I ain't gonna say his name. But he was Diesel. He was one of them little Mike Tyson built niggas. Yeah. But he was bigger than Tyson, right? And he had little hands and shit. 
So he was threatening my homie, saying he was gonna whoop my homie. And uh, I didn't like that. So I, you know what I'm saying? After he did that, I started to antagonize him. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, you wanna bully people? You gonna have to bully me, right? Yeah, so, uh, so a few weeks going by and I'm kind of antagonizing him because he a bully. And then he finally acted like he want to do something. So I said, all right, nigga, let's go outside. So I walk outside, wait on him, and this nigga called the police. Oh. He outside, I'm sick. And he ain't no bitch, he ain't no bitch. Like, it's like the, this is one of them phases that if I would have called it, there was a serious chance that I would have lost. No, it wasn't like it, I could just say, yeah. yeah. So I was, don't think that I was just, I was just taking the faith that I knew I was going to win. Like, this yeah. nigga, if this nigga would have hit me, it would right. have been yeah. some serious problems. But we got cool after that. Uh, and this is how you know that. There's that, some niggas that can fight that still bitch-ass niggas. So a couple months go by, we got to throw these bikers out the bar. I think I told this story before. And... Uh, so I threw somebody out, somebody punched me, I punched him, and then the African dude comes out in the back where I'm fighting these niggas in the alley, and he hits the nigga so hard, my nigga. I have never seen a human being get hit this hard. He hit this nigga so hard that he laid out on the, on the, on the pavement, he was stretched out, the police pulled up, and the police like, what's going on with this guy? And I was like, man, this... While I'm talking to the police, explaining that we had to throw these people out the bar, the dude wakes up and he starts asking, "Where am I? Yeah. How did I get here?" Wow. And the nigga that did this to him is the nigga that I was trying to fight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of glad you called the police. Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah. I don't know if I can whoop him, but I felt like at the time. Yeah. That I'm right <laughs> He called the police to protect you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what he did, man. Straight savage. Mm -hmm. But anyway, man, I'm gonna uh, we're gonna we gonna do the normal show, but we're gonna go in and out of Jay's life, man. Cause every time I get a comedian on on here that I look up to, I always wanna I'm always interested in their story of how they how this came to be. See, a lot of people don't know Jay is an athlete first. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Yeah, not just a regular athlete. Yeah. I'm talking about Nick, one of them niggas. Yeah, I could do that. What was your first calling in life? As that, what, what was your what was your first calling before comedy? It was, it was sports, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I thought I was going to be all right in basketball, track, uh, play a little football, but them niggas started getting too big. <laughs> you know, get to high school, you can't outrun all these big niggas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I was good on that, but. Uh, basketball, football, I, you know, I boxed, did a little MMA before it was MMA. All, you know, just, just stayed, I stayed with a coach. Right, I right. needed, you know, I, I needed to scratch that itch of doing something athletic all the time, for real. What was your, what was your favorite uh, sport? Basketball, hands down. Okay. Hands down, basketball. I, uh, you know, I played, I played some high school, but I left that, started playing like semi-pro you know, ball. I was playing like we would go do these tournament leagues where you would go to New York, and it would be ten thousand dollars a team. Somebody put up the money, and y'all split it up with whatever. So you go make make decent bread playing yeah. in these little tournaments and shit. Like each and every weekend, we we go somewhere hooping. So we I did that a lot. What kind of game did you have? Oh, I'm I'm three I'm three I'm just I'm just sitting back there shooting threes, baby. That's yeah, it. yeah. You know, I get the ball up the court faster than anybody else. And, uh, you know, I'll just play floor general. I was decent with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jay had that Dennis Scott game, huh? Uh, <laughs> more, more Kevin Johnson. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. 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 Oh, okay
Shout out to KJ. He got a restaurant. Yeah. KJ got a restaurant in downtown LA called Fixin's. I went there and chill. We and Blaze was chilling with him a couple months ago. KJ cool as a breeze, man. Injuries fucked him over, man. Yeah. If you want, if you had injuries, boy, that would been awesome. That's one of my favorite point guards ever. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, definitely top notch. That's a cool thing, like man. Cause Jay's one of my favorite comedians too. It's Appreciate you. Y'all that don't know, this is one of the funniest people. Where we always have people that give Netflix special. We got we got Earthquake got this special now. Finally, Great. Yeah. But the people getting the Netflix special don't be the funniest. It be right. niggas like this. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, he got a joke about track. You got the funniest track and field joke ever. <laughs> that, 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 I don't want to give up your punchline on there just in case people come see it. But. Yeah, I mean, well, it is what it is. It's, a, it's old as hell, but I'm actually reliving that right now. The exact track joke. Um, <laughs> the whole point is like I'm not I'm not an Olympics dude, right? You know, like if you go to the Olympics, the only person you remember is who comes in first. But I look at the Olympics to see who comes in last because right. that, <laughs> that's the funniest shit in the yeah, world. Yeah. This nigga been training his whole life and he ain't beat nobody. <laughs> nigga, I can come in last right now. Your facial expression that you say all you see is elbows and I'll never forget the elbows and ass cheeks. That is the funniest punchline. Your face expression that you say that joke like as a as a young comic watching you deliver that joke he was like okay that's what that right there is what being a comedian is because this nigga is if I didn't hear what he was saying the shit would still be funny off his body right right so I really want y'all to check this thing out but being at your level being at your level who the heck is that wow that's the most thing somebody let me, let me talk to this man. Sent the big nigga out there to talk to him. Man. All is well. Alright. No, we ain't scared. You know how many pistols we got in this studio? <laughs> <laughs> we got pistols and blazing glasses. Yeah. 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 I always wanted this as I get more visible, right? Because I kind of uh, took the alternative route, the independent route. Yeah. And I'm starting like to see a lot of. Uh, I'm starting to see that a lot of more people know who I am. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And what, what I didn't anticipate was like, once you become visible, you got to work your material different, because mm. people expect a certain thing from you. Mm-hmm. How, how, like, how do you work your material and be vulnerable at this point in your career where you already established, everybody respects your greatness, you know what I'm saying, and they expect a certain level of, of funny from you? How do you how do you work your material at this point and be vulnerable as a comic? Uh, it's, 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 it's hard, man. You got to find different ways to do it. But the one thing that I've always stood on and that I still believe in is that it's not necessarily the joke that you have to practice all of the time. The people are coming to see you. 
So they want, of course, the joke is the joke. Obviously, that's the you know that's that's the play that you're running. But they want to. <laughs> I can call the same play for ten people, and it ain't gonna happen the same way unless right. I run the motherfucker. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. So that's and when until you while I'm practicing on making the joke as sharp as possible, what I'm working on when I'm on stage is giving them the best version of myself, being the coolest nigga in the room, being the nigga that they want to pay attention to, being the person that's. You know, okay with the mic. I'm 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 cool spending a hundred dollars between me and my old lady to eat dinner and sit down and come watch you play. Come watch you get busy right now. Once you got that attention, practice having that attention. That is that is the part that you can practice until the 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 the, the special ready material. Right. Because that's that's what I do now. Like I I have I have 45 right now ready for my comedy album. I'm gonna get rid of my, the material that I wrote over the. Over the pandemic, I'm gonna get rid of that on on the album. Let's get that digitally done on iTunes and and I got a record deal that I've been sitting on for like two years. That I'm gonna go ahead and let drop that off and and knock off that pandemic material and then and then let's start scratching off again. Cause while everybody was on lockdown, shit, I'm six shows a week rocking with DL. Mm -hmm. And the reason I went with DL and not headline myself is because I can get them reps. Let me go. Let me go work on my right. new. Let me go work on my shit twenty minutes at a time. Then, right. since I'm not gonna be doing it an hour at a time, because the whole world is shut down. Do I panic and and fucking pout? Hell nah. Go kick it with with, with a king. Go kick it with one of the with one of my OGs for right. a little while and sharpen his tools up. You know what I'm saying? And while I'm sharpening whose tools up, I'm writing. I got a brand new hour for myself. So that's what we're doing. So now he got you know he's doing a, a show on bounce now. I had a show on bounce. We. We got a show over there on Bounce that he's working with, and now he got a you know an offer on Fox to do another uh, sitcom. So it's like all that little shits, you know, it's 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 all tied together. You know what I mean? Right, so right, you know, right. iron sharpens iron. So you just keep keep iron around you, bro. Man, that, that's that's some great advice, man. Yeah, yeah. Real spit, man, because it come out of it, it. You know, one thing I didn't anticipate in the business is like. In normal everyday life with normal human beings, they have a little bit more control over what they do. You know, they go to college, they find a job, everything is predictable. But in this business, it's really, I mean, you're, you can be predictable in your actions, but the way shit comes to you, it ain't predictable. So you really, we really are in a stay ready business where it ain't no days off. Like you got every day, you got to be at a point where you can wake up and do Whatever's necessary, you know what I'm saying, and that's that's the biggest thing that I've had to adjust to. It ain't no, it ain't no tap on the shoulder and say, "Hey, we're gonna give you three, four days or a, a month or two to get ready for some." It, it's gonna happen at that particular time, and you got to be ready then and there. Yeah. yeah, that's the reason why I came up with my brand name. Shit, I'm 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 straight up joke slinger. You know what I mean? Because no matter what you need, no matter where you got it, you can call me tomorrow at 4 o'clock and say you need me at 5. If you need me to pull up at 5 and be funny, I don't have to prepare for that. Nigga, joke's coming. I got you. Right. No matter what that is, I have that skill set, and you can apply that to wherever you need it. You need a script? You want right. me to punch your script up? I got you. I, because I've done that 30, 40 times, and now I've actually took some classes and know how to write scripts, and I, you know, and I know how to do all of that other stuff. So everything that stand-up is provided for me if I found interest in it then I give it the proper due I'm not gonna go try to take an acting job from fucking you know you know key and I, I used that go up against key and peel and the, and Damon jr. and fucking wood Harris you, know, you ain't gonna beat them just being funny Right. You got you got to learn how to act, nigga. Them yeah, niggas, right, right. like those are the real deal niggas. So I had to go learn my craft and 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 plunge into that shit in order to even compete 
in that side of the game. Right. So that's what it is. So all of that comes from telling jokes to get you in the room, and then once you get your foot in the door, are you trying? Are you willing to put that work in to be respected over there? Not right. And that's where it, that's where it comes. Down. That's where the longevity, I think, for myself came in because I, I put the work in on all of them sides. Right, 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 right. So you started. You in the same class as with Chappelle? Just he just above me. Okay. So yeah, so you know my big brothers over there were you know Tony Woods just like his. Uh, Teddy Carpenter, um, uh, uh, Tommy Davidson was just coming. It just those are, those are big bros. Um, yeah. You know, Chris Chris Thomas, Joe Claire. Uh, I came out with Red Grant, Dominique, uh, Donnell. Um, yeah. You know, that's 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 my class yeah. uh, of Pierre was in that in that group. Yeah. yeah. So you know that's. You know that's that's the, it's, it was and obviously it's more but you know and, and shout out to all of the ones that that I'm that I'm not mentioning as well but you know DC and Baltimore was thick yeah it was thick around that era but I mean you know Martin Martin made it hot and Tommy Davidson was hot at the I mean he was the hottest shit going and Joe Claire was he was representing hip hop so DC was on the map. And it was DC comedians that was putting it on the map, so yeah. it was it was a whole different feel in the era coming up. Did you start a comedy in, in the crack era or after the crack era? <laughs> crack, <laughs> crack. Uh, yeah. Mary and Barry, man, you all got, got no Mary and Barry jokes. I do. <laughs> Matter of fact, I do remember having a that bitch set me up joke. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> that goddamn bitch set me up. <laughs> so what was it like in DC in 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 the eighties with that whole crack era? What was like what what was the vibe in the air? Was it was it something that was uneasy and scary? Like like what was it? Cause DC was that was the, that was the epicenter. It was. So here's the weird part. I guess probably like anybody else that grew up in a neighborhood that 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 wasn't the greatest in neighborhoods. We all got our stories of where we from. It never felt like, it never feels like what it is until you outside of it looking in. Right. And it never is that. It's never that. And you know, it's, it's, it's always, you know, it's still the same thing. The coolest nigga in the group. Is who's the cool, where's the, where's the top dog at over there? And you, and just so happens that he works for the main guy. And now, oh, I know the dude that work for the main guy. Right. All right, so now, oh, we think I know the main guy. Then right. you get to meet the main guy. What up, man? And, and you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying names, but, yeah. but you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. it is what it is. Main guy was a rock star in the 80s and 90s. He'd pull up to the place and shut stores down like he was Prince. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody out the store, my man coming in. Yeah. And, and that's, that's just what it is. Everybody out this side of the, my man's coming in. It was a normal thing for us to see shit like that. But in general, DC was love, man. Yeah. It was all black, everything, everywhere. You know, it was in high school. I had like three white people in my graduating class. Oh wow! I, I mean, it was legit Chocolate City. Yeah. All of them, yeah. everything, all of the everything. Yeah. It was black. My whole neighborhood, schools, gas stations, all that shit. Right. So, I didn't recognize anything that was wrong with what was going on because at the same time. You know, DC is is so diverse that yeah, you see all you hear about all the bad shit, but everybody has a dope job. You know, everybody worked for the Department of Agriculture or the Department of, of Defense right. or, the, or or all of these government jobs because them some big ass buildings and they got like ten thousand jobs apiece in these buildings without exaggeration. Right. And everybody with a high school diploma 
boom, you automatically got a you G you G six. Right, right. <laughs> so, so you got thug, yeah, you got thug nigga that you go to school. Like so now my brother worked for the Department of you know of of aviation and that nigga I'm selling dope in the same house. So it's, it, it it just all felt it was a it was a balance and normal type shit. You ain't even recognize all the goofy shit was going on until it was out. What made you walk into a comedy club and start comedy? Like what sparked that? Hmm. Uh, that's that. The car didn't work. <laughs> that's the door dash nigga outside. <laughs> <laughs> what made you I walk in? Morris Grant. That's Morris Grant. That's the best What made you walk into a comedy club? I mean, you was a hoop star, track star, because, I mean, what, what made you do it? Like, what? What sparked the interest and what made you finally take that leap? So, I guess on the other side of that, like, uh, like once again, some of us, we all, you know, done our little dabbling and some, some shit that you might not supposed to be doing. Mm. And and when I'm coming up in that era uh, of D.C., that, you know, there was always a code that, you was, that, that, you, that you're ingrained in. If you're doing a whole bunch of shit, you don't talk about your shit. You know what I'm saying? You stay mm. quiet. You do your thing. So, that kind of jumped in me early. Like, you know, don't tell everybody what you're doing. Don't, you know, keep it keep it low. You, you stay dope to your circle. So I was never really loud. I was always looked at as quiet and all of that other shit. Nobody fucked with me, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it yeah. was like, this nigga quiet, you know what I mean? And until you get around me and then, then we fun, we laugh, we have a good time. And one day I saw one of my homies that I hooped with. I went to a comedy, I got some tickets to a comedy club. And I went to the club and I was like, yo, what's What's the shooting guard doing up there? That's my shooting guard. I think mean, the whole set like, was this. Like yeah. a quarterback. <laughs> hey, man. He said the I, niggas are high school I, diplomas. I took, like, I took my point guard shit seriously. Like, like, I run the floor, nigga. That's my shooting guard. Yeah, right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So that's the way I looked at it. I was like, yo, what the fuck my shooting guard doing on stage? And he went up there. <laughs> and I always thought, like, man, I think I'm, I thought I was funny to him, but I didn't disrespect what he did. Yeah, I yeah. just was like, man, I think I can do that. So, you know, that probably sparked the interest in me and made me realize that, oh, you have been watching weirdo shit on TV. Like, Evening at the improv in the middle of the night, yeah. and, and I realized, oh shit, I haven't missed the episode of Saturday Night Live in ten years. Oh right. shit, I, every comedy special that's come on, I've loved and enjoyed. Oh shit, I do have yeah. Bill Cosby's whole album collection, and right. I do have Eddie Murphy's raw. I, oh shit, I got. Matter of fact, I've been loving this shit the whole time, and I ain't even know it. Let me yeah. get this shit a shot. And found out that I was pretty good at it. That's what happened to me. Yeah. Not in that same way. <laughs> but no, because because well, I, I I've always been up on everything comedy, but I never wanted to be a comedian. Mm. I didn't even know you could. I didn't even know that was the occupation that you could do, which is weird because I'm watching niggas do it, mm. but it never dawned on me that you could do this too. <laughs> For me, it was either I'm gonna make it hooping or I'm rapping or something, but I right. never thought comedy. And then my boy, man. 
Yeah, he lost his mind now. He told me he was going to the improv. Could he get a ride? And I gave that nigga a ride, and I watched him do an open mic, and I had the same. I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. That's when I started. Yeah, that's crazy. That's how it worked. Uh, Hell yeah. First time you show the first, your first show. You remember who was on your first show? Damn, show? Um, let's see. Yeah. Matter of fact, let me think back. Uh, Comedy Cafe. Ain't even around no more. It's a strip club. It was always a strip club, but it was a comedy club up top and a strip club at the bottom. Now yeah. it's billiards up top in, com- in a strip club. Um, let me see, who was there? Mike Estimate was on my first open mic because I had to try three weeks to get on. You had to go up and there was like 15 spots and there'd be 40 comics. So you got to get there early enough. So the first week, I ain't know no better. I was like number 38. Right. And then the second week, I was like, all right, I got y'all ass. I was like 22. Right. Like, next week, I was like, motherfucker, I'm here early. So I'm, yeah. I'm like three. It was Mike Estime was on that show. Uh, Mike been around that long? Mike He's funny, man. Funny than a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Mike started together together. Andy Klein, a uh, funny white dude from Virginia, was on there. Um, who else from that you might know? King Kadar. King Kadar was there? King Kadar. Wow. Shout out to King Kadar. Him and Corey got a baby right now. Shout yeah. out to guy. That's my nigga, King Kadar. Yeah, he ain't a bad guy, man. I've, I've known him for, since the first time I ever been on. Um, and there's, there's a couple more uh, that, that was in that group um, that, you know, obviously gone. Uh, but yeah. the ones that are still rocking. That's pretty much that's pretty much it. But you know, you know, Donnell will pop through on that group. Yeah. I remember having the, um my first my first weekend that I that I worked was um I won open mic. Yeah, it was an open mic contest and the winner gets to host the weekend. So that weekend was me hosting, uh my mentor at the time, which was the fabulous fat doctor. I never heard. Okay, yeah. Fat Doctor, uh, Def Comedy Jam legend, first season. Yeah, uh, Martin's mentor. Uh, a lot of dudes out of DC. They, he was the godfather of DC comedy, straight up. Yeah. Uh, so it was me, uh, Fat Doctor, and Chris Rock before he was Chris Rock. Oh wow! That was my first paid gig ever. He wasn't. He was first year Saturday Night Live, maybe. So we talking about what ninety ninety one? Uh, I don't even remember the year. I don't remember. Yeah. Wow. wow. But they, he wasn't Chris Rock yet. He was. No. He was. He was still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, the nigga was sitting. He, the nigga was sitting up in in the corner on on the stairs, chilling by himself. Just yeah. didn't say nothing to nobody. Just, just still kind of you know yeah. chill. You know. Damn. I'm, I'm thug nigga with braids and yeah. <laughs> pistol and shit. That you know. Yeah. I was like, I was, but it was <laughs> man. Fuck <laughs> around. Yeah. yeah that's right. That's that's really interesting, man. The tides have braids. Yeah. you ever had braids? No. I ass curl like a motherfucker, man. You had curl? kit. That's why he bald now and left the kid in too long. Should looking like the depth in the five heartbeats. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Them braids fucked everything up. So when did it click? Like, when did you start understanding how to even actually build an act? Because I feel like all comics go through a phase where they just kind of trying to figure out what's funny. I feel like it's, I feel like stand-up comes in stages. The first four or five years of stand-up, I feel like you're learning how to make people laugh. 
That's just all you're doing. You're learning how to make people. It's an exercise. You, you're making buckets. You don't give a fuck how you do it. You don't care if you got cursed. You don't care if you got called people bitches in the front row. You don't right. care if you got to, you know, say, you know, I'm fucking. You right. know, anything, the shock value. Yeah. I took a shit. You know, anything. <laughs> any, right, you know what I'm saying? That's it. And, and, but you just learning how the art of, of controlling the crowd, making people laugh. Right. You're just figuring that part out. And then you start to learn how to make people laugh by telling them, you know, by telling them something. Right. You know, then creating albums. Like, all right, and, and, you know, they're albums at this point. I'm, I'm going to put a theme, like a great theme, Tambourine, that, that Chris Rock put together. You know what Tambourine was about. It was about him... His look on the relationships and being grown and doing all of that. He put a, a theme together and he rocked out. Most comics ain't able to do that till 15 years in the game because the first five or six, you're just learning how to be funny. Then the next five or six, you're learning who you are. Right. So that people know who, you know, not just remember <clears throat> a joke that you say. You know, that's the first goal. Put, put a joke out there that everybody always remember. The second yeah. goal is make sure they remember your name. <laughs> at the right. end of it, like you, instead of just having a dope joke, yeah. that they want to say, "I want that joke that so and so did." Right, and then that's that's what the rest of the career has really been about. Stacking up those memorable bits, seeing if you get a memorable bit. I mean, like, you know, I'm blessed. I'm honored every time somebody come. You know, I sat in the room. You sat down and told me what your favorite bit was. You sat down and told me what your favorite bit was. Y'all niggas ain't got to do that. Right, it's just something that I put that work in. It was, you know, mm -hmm. from. From damn near getting booed when the jokes start to knowing that the shit's gonna be dope, and you know, yeah. the, 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 the keep rocking it out, to doing it in in West, in West Virginia on, at, at a fucking country bar, to making sure that it's dope there, to taking it to fucking you know uh, uh, to, to DC and a thugged out audience doing it there, right. and, and everywhere. So the fact that y'all remember that, it's like that's that's a check mark to all of the work that it took just to get it good enough that right. y'all can that, that it's still here. Man, that work is, well, a lot of people don't understand yeah. that work, man. Yeah. They don't get it. They That's think why. the joke is just you sit in the back seat and say something dumb for yeah. the first time out your mouth. Nah. Nah, man, I'm doing this shit. For yeah. This shit is <laughs> science, bro. Yeah. You spend more time waiting around for a shot to actually been on stage performing it. Absolutely. And that's why joke thievery is such a serious offense. Mm -hmm. right. And if you don't participate in this craft and you know, you hear about somebody being a joke thief. That's a very that's like that's like molestation in the world of comedy. It's all bad. It's all bad. You know what I mean? So, because yeah, it's layers, it's years going to joke a joke sometimes. Yeah, real story. <laughs> it's yeah. years yeah. going real, to a joke, and if especially and to me, it gets to the point now with me after after these many years. I, I look at somebody and it's like, if you can do a joke, if you can take my joke and put it in your set, it wasn't for me. Right. I ain't talking, to, I ain't, I, it ain't unique enough to, to my experience. Right, right. You shouldn't be able to do that. And if right. you do do it, it's going to stick out like a sore thumb. They're right. going to be like, yo, no, 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 no. That's yeah. old boy. <laughs> it, it's going to stick. It, that don't even sound like you. Yeah. Right. That's, and when you're comfortable enough in your lane that you can do that, then you can write for other people. Because I'll never say this. This is not me to do. Right. This is free. This is the type of shit that you would like to do. Right, yeah. right. So I, I can write for you all day because that ain't my lane. That's, that's, that's <laughs> I'm, right. I'm in my pocket, bro. When that's I, how I look at shit, man. Yeah. When my shit fall in my lap, then then I, I then nobody can fuck with what's in my lap. Right, right. I don't give a fuck who it is. Pound for pound, I don't give a shit. I, I put any of my jokes, my, my best jokes up against anybody else's best jokes. 
I don't care what it is. It's not a versus. It's just it's my art. It's my art. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, no matter what you tell me, that piece of art is a dope piece of art, and it's done exactly the way I want it to be done. And 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 either you love it or you don't. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this. What's up? Do you remember the first time you bombed? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Shit, about two minutes into my first set. <laughs> 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 no, dead ass. Really? I mean, all that shit ain't dope. Like, the, the, like my first time ever on stage, I lied and said I was a comedian. Oh, wow. I lied. I was in the Bahamas. And I was like, yo, I'm a comedian. Put me up. And it was packed. It was, they were doing karaoke night. I didn't think them <laughs> niggas going to put me up. I was like, I'm a comedian, man. Let me get on stage. And he was like, cool. Next. Coming to the stage. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I, I just did what I could. I went out there, fucked around, did the little shit that I thought that I, I knew it would, would be funny. And, you know, that was, that was pretty much it. I had one, one little chuckle. And... <laughs> Rest of that shit, them niggas was staring at me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, bomb, you know, bombs happen, man. That's that's part that's part of growth. That shit don't hey, hey. feel good. My first bomb. <laughs> this is the joke I bombed on. I was so early in the game. I said, uh, I said, Teddy fucking is disrespectful. I said, uh, what did I say? <laughs> you bombing right now. <laughs> I said something along the lines. I got this girl. She only she only want, she only want me to titty fuck her. That's like uh, inviting me to the house and uh, making me watch TV from the grass. That's a good joke. Turn the channel. <laughs> it bombed like a motherfucker. Yeah. Some of them shits do, man. Like I remember, I bombed. Some of them be circumstance. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. of them be. I remember when I, I remember the, the my funniest bomb to me. Now I, I nigga, they booed shit out of me. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it was Ron, Ronnie Jordan was there. And Gary Owen was hosting. Yeah. And Ronnie, the king of king of colleges, he was going up after me. <clears throat> And when I tell you I wasn't in that joint, it was Hampton University, nigga. <laughs> I went up there and I was doing just fine. Then I got to the part of the set where I decided to do a Waka Flocka joke. That was when Waka Flocka was hot. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and Waka Flocka was just, on, he had just left campus like two days ago. He had just killed. Like, this was like homecoming weekend. Yeah. And this nigga was the king of the campus. Right, right, like, right, two right. days prior. As soon as I hit that joke, and then I, I did a skinny, a skinny jeans joke to back it up. Yeah. Nigga, they, boo! <laughs> I flicked up. There was Waka Flocka t-shirts and skinny jeans all over the goddamn place. <laughs> so y'all niggas got me. My bad. You never know who crowd. Remember your first bomb, Carmel? 100%. What up? Was that the uh, Laugh Factory? What's the old dude that run the, run the spot? I forget his name. Who? No, no, no. no, 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 no. Uh, Jamie. Jamie Masada. Yeah. Everyone, oh, Jamie here tonight. Jamie here tonight, sir. You gotta kill him. Like, All right. Got up two minutes in. I was killing. Jamie walked out. I forgot my set. Yeah. <laughs> I was done. I was done. I was so focused on trying to you know, perform for someone, not realizing you no matter who's there, one person, a thousand people, you need to perform. Yeah. I never been back. Never been yeah. back to the Laugh Factory since then. I night. heard Bill Bill Burr tell a story about the Laugh Factory, huh? He didn't get passed up there. He waited in line. He, he said the Laugh Factory is the reason he went back to New York. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that, 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 yeah. That's a stupid ass line. That's, 
It bombed me like that line make you wait to two o'clock in the afternoon to get to get three minutes now. Nah. Mm-hmm. But like bombing right circumstances. Mm-hmm. When my first big bomb, I uh, everything you do is big. <laughs> my first big bomb. <laughs> you watch that hat in the same washing machine as his headband. Oh, uh, man. Go ahead, whatever. Uh, my, 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 my. <laughs> Random shots. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas be giving compliments. You look yeah. nice today. Fuck your chain. Yeah. <laughs> I took a lunch break on stage. And they wasn't feeling it. Uh, Y'all like turkey sandwiches? What's going on? Uh, <laughs> this my big home. <laughs> oh, lunch is too long. Oh, we're going to do nutrition. You S- speaking up, speaking of bombing. <laughs> Back to the bomb. <laughs> what happened though? What happened? I was at the J spot. And I had this punchline. It was a new, it was a new joke at the time, and I sort of forgot the, what led up to the joke. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, "I'm the Al Sharpton of fat people. It just looks like I represent them. I really don't." Right. And but I didn't know that Al Sharpton was having his Christmas party right. at that club that night. <laughs> oh, wow. so he wasn't there, but it was his whole office. Oh, yeah. So everybody that worked for Al Sharpton was in the club, yeah. oh, and yeah. I, I saw people go. Like, yeah. now I catch themselves and then everyone else is looking at me. Mike's like, yeah. like and I, but I didn't know that Al Sharpton's people was there. Uh, yeah. So it fucks up to, 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 to mess the, the lead up to a joke and then the punchline be the, these niggas' bosses. Yeah, yeah. That shit is good. Oh, no, man. I, you know, I learned, like you said, it's circumstantial. One of my first comedic lessons about bombing or it not necessarily being a joke. It's just the environment and you're not reading the room right. Mm-hmm. I was at the Ha Ha, and they had a black night there about eight, nine years ago, and I went up like 12th. It was a gang of niggas going up that night, but it was still a cracking room, though. When I got up, everybody was talking. Nobody would be quiet, and I'm st- I just start doing my joke. I'm like two minutes in, I'm not getting no laughs. So I stopped doing the joke, and I just get in the room, start roasting people. Next thing I know, it's 10 minutes later, the crowd is back, I do the same exact joke. The same joke, word for word, and the joke murders. And that was my lesson. Like, oh, okay, you you know, it's, you have to make sure the room is present. You just can't start feeding a motherfucker who mouth ain't open. Right. <laughs> Food gonna right. fall in their lap. You gotta get them hungry and ready. You know right. what I'm saying? It's really a science and an art. Yeah, you go from dirty in their shirt, you know, to, to really satisfying their taste buds. That's a big deal. Yeah, and it's a responsibility making people laugh. It, it, you know, so you really gotta take that serious on stage and really be focused and tuned in to what's going on. Unless you were D.L. Hughley or somebody like that. Everybody, them is legends. People come to see them motherfuckers. They know who they are. Mm-hmm. Every room is wet and ready when that nigga get on stage. Right. But he earned that position. He sure did. How was how it? Because that's my favorite comic. Being from L.A. Mm. He had, you know, he had ex-Damu. You know, we got a lot of a lot in common as far as how he was raised, right? I love Dia. He called me the killer nigga right now. Send me to Kanye house, nigga. I got it. All you got to do is say a word, Dia. I promise you. I love you, man. You know? But what's the at that level, what's the difference between how they work as opposed to how another comic that's trying to get to that level? Like, what, what's, the, what's, the diff- what's the difference environmentally and focus-wise? Well, what you can see is the difference of era. Uh, them dudes had a different era to deal with. Like when, when you know, you're talking about. Let's put it in perspective, all right? Um, there, we got eras that we call, we named by the shows that were dope at the time. You got the Comic View era, you got the Def Jam era. Yeah. Right. Okay, so we talking about the nigga that hosted 
comic view. Right. So he's the face of an era. That's the reason why he is who he is right now because they took that shot on him early. He was the face of an era. Everybody's like the people in your generation. You guys came up watching the people who were on that show, and those are the people who inspired y'all to become comedians. Mm -hmm. So with us, it was like, all right, I'm just getting started. This is the prize. The prize is to get on this show. If I can make it to this show, that means I'm one of the top 50 niggas in the world right now. I'm, I got a shot at it. If I know I can get to this top 50, I'm dope. Right. So it's a difference of era. So we were fighting already to get to the job that he had. And he got an opportunity to go out and tour, go out and sell out arenas, go out and, and create any type of different thing that he wanted to create. <coughs> All of those guys in that era, the top, the you know, the top, the, the the funniest dude from Jeff Jam and the hosts, whoever would go out on the tour, the funniest comic view and the hosts, that's who would go out on the tour. So they got to experience something that we never got to experience because like you always hear like this was the era when they was giving out deals you know what I'm saying you come in here and get a $500,000 deal and never get a show like that's that era so that means that they was throwing limos and and, and fucking planes and, and, and entourages and all of that so they've been doing that so that's all that they really know so walking into it from a hustler point of view like where we come from we walk in and get to see Ah, this is the machine that I would have built if I would have started when I was when you was there and if I would have sparked off and been dope then. But then what it also does is like it now that I'm a, I'm I'm older in the game, I can look at their I look at his crew, I look at Sad's crew, I look at Russell Peters crew, I look at George Lopez crew. And all of them have a little crew of people that they deal with to help make their life easy. Mm. And you take little bits and pieces from each one of those and and you make sure that the people around you are representing the same type of people that's in those successful crews if you need them. Right. So that's basically what you what I can get out of that is seeing it's like, yo, if I would have made it then, this was what I would have been doing now. But it's a whole different animal now. You don't need five motherfuckers to walk around with you. Right. You don't need, you know, shit, we... You don't need to go tour and do a big ass joint, cause some of these niggas making they make the bread right here in the studio. They ain't got never go nowhere. Or if right. they do go somewhere, they 85 south and then they got the big fucking you know some fucking arenas and, and all that goofy shit. It's a whole different type of movement now than it was then, and it just makes you see. It's, it to me, it makes me see the big difference. Like I fucks with the independent style, but that's the difference between having the record label get you. And you putting all kinds of shit on your rider to make sure that these niggas respect you, and everything that you can get fulfilled on your rider is a different level of respect. But now we coming from the independent side, to where everything that you put on your rider, nigga, you got to provide for yourself. Right, that's real. Because shit. I'm independent now, so I ain't got the overhead. Right. And the reason why we we riding them to death is because they know we they finger fucking us on the other side. Right. So now it's like you're not gonna finger fuck yourself, so you streamline down well, no, and stuff. I thought I was gonna finger fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Two fingers. <laughs> hey. 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 Hey.
That's a great that's 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 great feedback because what I've learned to enjoy about where I'm at now, choosing this alternative right route, and eventually I'll venture and do things more mainstream. Mm -hmm. But what I'm learning to embrace is the fact that I get to build a foundation. Yeah, this ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So cause what I notice about the game is that whenever you're really good at something else, people's attention to turn to something else they don't think you could do. Oh, he's a good stand-up, but he can't act. <laughs> he's a good stand-up and a good actor, but he, you know, so it's always something else. So I get the opportunity to 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 develop that foundation and build it to where, nah, nigga, I could do all the nigga, I could do all this shit if you want to. Yeah, and and if I choose not to, to stop cussing, nigga, I got a thousand hours of me saying fuck bitches on the internet already. Where you can go back and be like, well, at least this nigga gave me the opportunity to grow with him. Right. And that's that's why I enjoy because like I'm giving you an opportunity to grow with me. I'm not acting like I'm somebody I'm not. I'm not. I mean, there'll be a point where you know what I'm saying I may have to tone it down a little bit. I ain't tripping, but sure. right now I'm getting all this other shit out of my system, and that's how I feel like an artist should approach it. It's like build a foundation, man. It ain't about being perfect. You know, I know niggas who are very talented. Uh, and before this Cosby shit, you know what I'm saying? They was trying to be like Cosby, thinking that, you know, they, they don't cuss and, you know, taking that family route, but mm -hmm. they're not really understanding the history of Cosby and how he got to the point he was at, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like that's a journey he went on to be able to come, you know, to come to that, uh, come to grips with, with who he became. And that's my next thing, Cosby, man. Um, do you, what do you think about the Cosby situation? Do you think that he was railroaded or do you think he deserved what he, what he got? <laughs> All right, fuck it then. Get me canceled. Oh. <laughs> 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 Craig said, "Fuck the OG." Put put, it, put another nigga's IG up. When I talk. <laughs> 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 so, so, so the Cosby situation is kind of is kind of weird, uh, somewhat unpopular, maybe. <laughs> so, it's kind of weird, man. I gotta like maybe it's a unique stance. I don't know. Uh, but I believe that what's happening to him is happening is is the same thing that's happening to old white people. Uh, old white people are having to face the facts on some shit that they did 30, 40 years ago. Right. The way that they used to feel about shit 30, 40 years ago, society has decided that that shit ain't happening no more. Right, and if right. you're doing it now, you all fucked up. Right. And if we find out you was doing it before and you, and you looked happy with it, we going after you. <laughs> right, right. You looked happy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, dead ass. That's when you senators with black face on and yeah. costume parties. Like, you know, they ain't mean nothing at the time. Right. That you know, I, I we can honestly sit around as all black folks and say, nigga, if you saw a white dude in blackface in in, in eighty one at a at a costume party, right. you ain't tripping. You right. know, it's just like just, all right, nigga, come right. on. You know, right. but it ain't no, you know, it ain't no uh, you know, all hands on deck type of shit, you know? Right. So you saying there's no old rooms with senior citizen white men trying to get their niggas off? I'm sure it is, and I respect a old white man that got that, and and that's where he lives at, and that's where he is. Like, tell me where you at. I'm right. cool with that. Yeah. I, I ain't asking nobody to like me. No. And I put that back mm -hmm. on the Cosby side. So, when Cosby was doing this, yeah, it's fucked up. But 
Look what was happening. Uh, Spanish Fly was a song. Right. right. That was like us hitting Molly's today. Right. And that was, right. so it's like, yeah, is it fucked up to invite some? You know what time it is. And, and of course, everybody in a position of power know damn well if I'm trying to get her over here, I'm trying to fuck. It ain't, and, and when you say you trying to do something, yeah. that means that you gonna do yeah. what you gotta do. Yeah, but if I mean I don't wanna try that hard. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Steroids in the fuck process. <laughs> <laughs> do it, bitch. So you, you get what I'm saying, yeah. all right? So it's yeah. like, you know, yeah, he was, on, he was on some chauvinistic shit, but I know for a fact that there was a lot of people of power doing the exact, you know, like Epstein and all of that shit. Man. All of that shit, that's the same era. It's the same, that's the right. same niggas doing the same thing. It's just <coughs> position of power and Cosby I caught up in the middle of that. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what it is. Uh, is. Is it wrong? Yeah, it's wrong. Right. Should the people be mad who got it done to him? Probably so. Right. But, you know, shit, nigga, it happened. He, you know, it is what it is. Do he need to go to jail at 89? No. That, right. You know, yeah. the nigga, it, no, that, yeah. ain't gonna do, that ain't going to do nothing. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it ain't going to do shit at all. You're right. Man, damn. All right, so to the young comics watching, they see Jay Phillips. They see, I mean, we're always growing, but they see a finished product. They see something that could be, is legendary. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what do you say to the young comics that want to end up in a position similar to yours one day? What, what, what do you say to them and how can they get there? Man, if you're doing it because you love it, then that's just pretty much it. Now, I do this because I, I, I don't know what else, I don't know what else to do. Now, if I'm not doing something with this I'm 27 years in the game oh, I, wow. I still don't mm. I don't know what if I ain't got no dates on the book nigga I'm, I'm weirded out <laughs> if I, you know pandemic nigga it was like I did I yeah I panicked nigga I couldn't go to work for two three months I haven't been on stage in fucking two three months I'm I'm on I'm on Zoom nigga we all addicted we on, we found Zoom we you know anything that you can do to get on to, to get this shit out your system man and if it if it falls on you like that, and you put that time in, and you authentic to what you're doing, hey man, that's that's that should be it. I don't give a fuck about. I I, I love the fact he legend whatever. I ain't I ain't feeding into none of that. I'm right. still I'm still grinding. I'm learning from you. Right. I called you to come here. Right. 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 You did. Right. It's yeah. like you know I'm I'm trying to jump in on what y'all doing because nigga I'm I'm a joke slinger. I love I love to do this. I gotta get it off. And I feel like if you living from that place, you gonna you gonna always get buckets, man. And that's yeah, just you know, up. Jamal Crawford can come out of he can get a ten day contract a day. And that's and that's <laughs> the way that I feel. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what where you put me right now and the people who play know. You all right, nigga? You know, you know, all of them know. They right. know. You you put me on, nigga. I'm 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 gonna get you a bucket. Right. And that's just. And if you need a bucket, holler at you. If you need me to pass you the ball to get a bucket, right. I'm there. I can do. You need me to create a play right. to get you a bucket. Then I can do that as yeah. well. But I think all good great comedians have that mentality. It's like, cause this is a game. 
where you gotta serve it first. Yeah. You're not you even T.I. T.I. is a legendary comic, but he gotta serve this craft first. Yeah. The greatness that he has as a rapper is unparalleled a legend, but com comedy is one of the truest art forms because the art of it don't give a fuck about how many records you show. You gotta serve this first. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? And that, and that's what I enjoy about this craft. I always say like nigga. You can't take my brain if, unless you come up with a surgery where you can take my brain out of my body and put put it in yours. What I've developed is a skill set. You can't take that from me. You I can't. Want your weird ass brain, you can't finesse your way through it. Hey man, everybody give it up for Jay Phillips, man. Oh, we'll go to the top. Go ahead. Go. No, I was gonna, I was gonna say, but uh, before Jay goes, I, no, you're I not know, leaving. You're not okay. leaving. Yeah, I mean, because you're already a, a, an accomplished stand-up comic, but oh. you're super, super humble as well. And you, you didn't even touch on the fact that you're a staff writer, that you've been in commercials, a staple in commercials for years and years and years, and you're in a bunch of motion pictures, and some of them are our, are our favorites, like uh, you know, semi-pro and things like that. You didn't even touch on that. I, I know that your humility has served you, but at the same time. Here's a chance to get your flowers and just talk about some of the stuff that you didn't even bring up and, and nobody brought up. Well, here, here, here's my problem with that. Not, not even a problem. I think, <laughs> I think I got scarred early in the game with that. Um, I always ask for, for advice from folks. And, some, and, and, and I'll take this, I'll give this as advice to some of the younger cats that's underneath <laughs> me that might use some of my words as advice. Um, make sure you apply that advice Make sure you apply anything that strikes you to you. Make sure you apply it to you, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm I was really good friends with... When I moved to Los Angeles in 03, I knew two comics that I can call, like, my friends' friends. That I can say, yo, my nigga, how do you, how do you, get, to, how do you get to the improv? Wasn't no GPS. <laughs> hey, nigga, where's... Hey, man, where, where's... Directions from niggas, so I had to, you know what I mean. Like you know, where? How do you do this? And then, um, and those two people were Corey Holcomb and 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 uh, Kevin Hart. So I would we would meet down and and we would go out places and and we'd go bowling and we'd go hang out. I mean, like every night we we'd go kick it. We bought ball, you know bowling balls at the same time. Went gambling, nigga, every night. Um, and I say that to say, I was there when that was when Soul Plane hit. That was when that was you know this was that time soul plane hit then the next thing then the next thing then the next thing and my and I would always ask Kev like yo nigga what, what what's the deal with it how do you you got all this shit coming out I'm sitting here bowling with you today nigga, and you just dropped I, I hear that another project that you just did is out nigga I'm I'm your nigga why did you why didn't you say something let me let me support you let me give you some love he's just like man I I, I give you this advice. And maybe, and, and this is the advice that I don't know if it's correct or not, but he just said, let people find out what you did instead of going out bragging about it to everybody because there's certain things that you're going to talk about that people, one, don't care about, and two, will never ever see or find. And I kind of took that as, yeah, it is kind of dope that when I pulled up on you, it's like, ah, yeah, you know, I, Got me another little movie, yeah, yeah. you know, a little something, and, and I always kind of took that as like maybe that's the way that you're supposed to kind of be. So yeah, my 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 MD, you know, it, pop my collar. Yeah, my IMDb page is pretty dope. You got you got to hit the scroll button. You know what I mean? And and that was always a goal with me. 
first to get on IMDb and then to get to a level to where you got to scroll down the page to see that I've done multiple things in the business for a while that are legitimately recorded into something that you can't put your I can't create that bio that's the, right. that's the universe's bio so yeah. I never really went popping my collar on that type of shit but I mean every piece of it I'm celebrating I, you know uh, Semi-Pro was the great one of the greatest experiences in my lifetime, dog. I ain't never been to be, to experience being number four on the call sheet on a fifty-five million dollar movie. Like them niggas give you everything that you can imagine. They call and wake me up in the morning. They call me on the way to see how much how bad traffic is to see what I want to eat. The chef will make your full breakfast and lunch, whatever you want. It's waiting on you when you pull up. Nigga, it's like it's it's the dopest shit ever, man. And I've been I've, I've been around to see a whole bunch of things, man. But I feel like when you spike your ball real hard in the end zone, that means <laughs> it ain't nothing else. Yeah, yeah. This ain't the That's end of the game, point, my nigga. Bro. It's still third quarter, <laughs> nigga. Why why am I why am I doing the Dion, nigga? I ain't up twenty, yeah, nigga. Yeah. I'm 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 still in this, you know. Right, I ain't right. no millionaire. I do yeah. all right. But you know, I'm I got a million in assets, but I ain't I'm yeah. not I'm not a millionaire. I'm right. not I'm not as comfortable as, as as some of your favorite people might be. And until until everything is that way, there's no reason for me to to, to spike the ball and dance yet, my nigga. I'm still out here. Right, right, yeah. right. Let me ask you this. Let me ask this question. <clears throat> so it's gonna be long. <laughs> yeah. 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 First part of the question is it. <laughs> My question is uh, working on semi pro, right? Like yeah. in this room, it's a bunch of talent, it's a bunch of people here with different personalities, right? Sure. So I'm sure on, on semi pro, you got 3,000, you got uh, Will Ferrell, all of them, them names. Have you ever uh, experienced like ego from somebody that, you know what I mean, from somebody on set with you? or And then how do you? Deal with your own ego. Has there ever been a time where you had to check yourself? Like, you yeah. know what, bro? Dude, see, as humble as y'all say, some people think I'm an asshole. Yeah. Because certain things I just don't put up with, and they don't understand why. Mm. You know, um, I'll give you an example. This just happened not too long ago, and I didn't mean for it to come off the way it did, but I felt like I wasn't being respected as a comic the way that I'm supposed to be respected. Mm. I went and did a show. And normally I put, you know, I ain't, I ain't no big baller, but when I'd like to fly on American and I'd like to stay in the Marriott. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's too much to ask. No, hell no. That ain't too much to ask. I want to fly on American and get me, a, and get me in the Marriott. I know that, I know that everything's going to be at least decent. Um, so I get to the spot and these niggas got me in the Best Western. Damn. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, man. Um, no I, I mean, look, I'm... I'm I hate to sound prissy right now, and it was like, yeah, but this is a dope Best Western. It's right around, you know, it's close. The club uses it all the time, and I, I hear all that. But I don't, I don't normally stay at Best Western, and I'm not asking you to stay in a place that is above my means. I, this is, I normally stay in the Marriott, and the person I was like, you have been to my home before. You know, I'm, saying, I'm not. I'm not in a two bedroom apartment in in the hood. Right there. I, got, I got a pool, bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me get my Marriott. And, and, and it came off arrogant as fuck, and I know it did. But there comes a point in time where you got, you know, it's like, man, nah. I, I, I did those Holiday Inn days. I did those sleeping in the cars. I did those 
Hey, my nigga, you, we both on the show. Let's let's split a room. I did all that. Yeah. Nigga, that was 15, 20 years ago. And 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 if I go back, then I go back. Ain't trying to go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of that, like, you were on the the, the Fat Tuesdays documentary. Yeah, man, talk to us about. My, I my, knew he was gonna ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> what size was in it? I'm with it. You 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 got that chain from Richie back then. He brought that chain. You had that protein chain. Yeah, that was Nigga Todd said he got on two aluminum crosses. <laughs> Talking about fraud. My foil piece here. <laughs> I shaped it myself. Shiny. Hold on, he got a big he got a big question for you. I am with it. Talk us about that era, like that whole uh, uh, the, the, the whole tripping on Tuesdays era, because you know that was a special era for comedy. That was a dope documentary, and you were around on that time. Like. Right. So uh, you got to get that one right. Not tripping on Tuesday. No, that was fat Tuesday. That was that was fat Tuesday. Was tripping on Tuesday. Tripping right? on Tuesday was the incarnation of it that went on afterneath it, after which Chris and and Jeru and all of them did. Yeah. Now, excuse um, me, I have a problem using the word fat sometime, but. Uh, <laughs> Fat, fat, fat Tuesday. <laughs> so, so fat, fat Tuesday was um that was a dope time because to be honest with you, like the Tory brothers, they they helped me out when it came came to being out here because I'd worked. It's been certain people who I'd worked with before I moved to L.A. I was close to headlining before I moved to L.A. Okay. So I'd worked with everybody already, and Joe, <clears throat> Joe, I had met uh, because I did his alma mater school. I performed at Lincoln University, and it was, that's a tough fucking school. I mean, it was it was fucking it was one of those. It was this black college. It was fucking jamming. I mean, it was a big concert. Joe Torre was the you know one of the hugest comedians ever, and he's alumni there. He's a Q, one of the most famous niggas on on the thing, and he and he and he was also bully mentality. That's how Joe rolled. You know what I mean? And me and him always had a cool little standoff because he would bu- he would try to bully and I would smile and laugh at the nigga, right? Because I don't, you know, like who is it, you know? I ain't worried, you know, if we got a rumble, we got a rumble, but I ain't worried, you know, it is what it is. And, and he loved that about me. Yeah. So he was like, all right, nigga, you headlining. You headlining my shit. And I was like, all right, nigga, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, and I smashed it. And not everybody apparently had done well at his school. And from that point on, him and Guy always fucked with me. So when I moved to L.A., Joe was like, yo, the nigga, nigga dope. And I met Guy, and we kicked it off. And from that point on, I would just pull up. Just like we all pull up to, like, the Comedy Union and, and the Improv on Monday nights and all of that. I'd pull up. I'd pull up over there. To- uh, fellas, I'll introduce you guys. Huh? It's me, me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This nigga out of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I thought James Brown was coming. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I'd like to introduce to you, yeah. <laughs> the coldest motherfucker. 
Anything with ass and titties, I don't yeah, lose my mind. I got poppy sheezy. Hey. Poppy sheezy. Hey. Oh, hey. Poppy sheezy. 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 Poppy I compare it to like how how um, chocolate Sundays can get, yeah. you know, like on 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 certain nights you can go in chocolate Sundays and look up top in the balconies and you see, you know, whoever up there. It could be, you know, there's no need to name drop. We're in Hollywood, but yeah. it could be B list, A list, sitting right up there at any time on a chocolate Sunday. Yeah. It was like that times five oh, on wow. Fat Tuesdays. Like it was the spot that all of the Hollywood people would go just kick it. Yeah. So it would be legitimately all of the you know athletes that fly, that's flying in to play ball, all of the, the the black actors and actresses, like all of the big ones. Everybody, it would just be there. You know, you kicking it with Regina King and fucking you know uh, uh, Arsenio got a booth with with Johnny Gill and and all of the you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shut up, nigga. I know. Shut up, nigga. I know. I know where it's coming. I know where it's coming. I know. I threw y'all an alley oop, goddammit. Ain't nobody trying to tell me. I know anyone feeling that. I know anyone feeling that. I threw y'all an oop. What the fuck you doing with Arsenio? He was there the next week. <laughs> so it was just dope, though, man. What it did was it, it mixed you into that. It mixed you into that crew. So that I think that helped. I think that helped a lot of people who were good at comedy in that era become friends with a lot of the 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 people who were the big dogs of that time. Yeah. So it just it connect it it, it it gave us a dope connection. So now you know I'm I'm friendly with a lot of people instead of just being fans. And it taught me how to introduce myself. The biggest thing that I got out of Fat Tuesdays is it taught me how to introduce myself to somebody that I'm a fan of. Mm. Let's go through that process. Talk about it. Because, <laughs> like, you know, we all, fan, you know, I don't care who you are, we all got somebody who we a fan of. Right. right and right. it's a matter of how you conduct yourself when you are a fan. Because people, people want you to be real people. And, you know, now that I've had people become a fan of mine, I know what's comfortable and not comfortable. So it taught me how to, you know, interact with folks like that. Give them their flowers straight up and then get out the business and figure it, and, and that's it. You know, it, hey, man, you dope as fuck. Love what you did in that. What you got going on? You want to get a cigar? Let's go smoke one. Let's go have a drink. Let's go, right. you know, now you on man shit. Now you on regular people shit. Yeah, so yeah. It, t it taught me how to get in and get out. Flowers quickly. And let's go. Let's let's live today. Yeah, yeah. Like Q said, shake your hand, make it a firm shake, and keep. Because <laughs> ain't nothing worse than that motherfucker that just be smiling at you for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know you don't mean bad, but nigga, this is weird, my it's nigga. You been smiling at me for ten minutes, nigga. I ain't gonna lie, man. If that that is great. That really freaked me out. Like I don't, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't do, I, I you know, not you know, not gonna, I couldn't do. The success that that Kevin and, and and Dave and all of that got, cause I I be I'm around those guys and I see, like I was in in Vegas with Kevin, nigga, it's thirty people are surrounding us to walk us to get places, 
like yeah. movies. Right, 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 right. The bar. Like any the regular shit. Alright, we're going down to the lobby. Alright, nigga. And, and oh shit, oh shit, oh god, oh shit, cameras. And it's yeah. like nigga, no man. Let me go to Ralph's. Let right. me you know what I mean? Let me stop at McDonald's or some shit and 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 and, and the hat I I didn't taste it on that level, but I've tasted enough of it to know that yo this shit is weird nigga these, it's like I'm in a room full of people that these everybody in here know everything there is to know about me and I know nothing about you and the old that. school nigga in me come out the nigga that used to be quiet and, and make sure that I read the room properly and it's like I'm reading the room but these niggas got the drop on me <laughs> Went to Fordham University, right? It's weird old shit. So it's, it's 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 really weird. But I'm glad to change. I'm glad. I'm honored to be in that space to, to at least see it. Right. To know whether or not I can fuck with it. Now some people like they grow in that energy. Yeah. Right. Some people grow in that energy. Yeah. Not me. I don't need that. I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with being really respected. And paid. Yeah. yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, that's and, dope. and it's got to be harder too with this new era, man, with these new guys and shit. Cause <laughs> you got motherfuckers like like Otto and shit out here, you know, <laughs> tough, <laughs> tough <laughs> looking dude. Turn the trouble around. It's different kind of people out there, period. So, I mean, sure. you got different kind of fans and shit. You know, niggas like Otto stare at you and from across the room, you don't know whether <laughs> you don't know whether they want to fight you or fuck you. You just like, oh, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, no. you, gotta, you gotta differentiate between them type of motherfuckers, man. So it's, just, <laughs> it's Illuminati real. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if it is, I ain't found them niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd look at the pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would look at the pamphlet, nigga. This was successful niggas. Yeah. <laughs> Some shit don't make no sense. Some shit yeah, I'm like, I'm like how did that happen? It's nigga? like it's math, huh? Let me check this out. <laughs> Hit the light button. Ty, what you got for us? Oh, you got Yeah, go I was going to say something, man. Um, so, when I first started comedy in like 2004, right, I just wanted to be like my big cousin Griff and, you know what I'm saying, do comedy, but I got a chance to host at the comedy store. And um, it was cracking up Thursday, and Jay Phillips came in. I remember Nichelle being juiced, like, yo, we got Jay Phillips. I didn't know who he was. But that was the first time, and all the people who do comedy, who've seen comedy, know that when somebody hit the stage and everything just goes up another mm -hmm. another notch. Yeah. He was the first person I've seen do that, yeah. take it up that next notch. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Appreciate that's that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's, a, it's, a, it's definitely an honor, but it's like, it's a weird space to be in, because I fucked with the classes coming up. But, you know, I've always fucked with y'all. Always been hella cool. Always. Always. But then I know on the side, I know that I know that there's a side eye when I walk in the room when y'all trying to get on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I already know, you know and you know, and and I and I try to be as light as I can with it because I understand I understand that I've yeah. been there. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, we all try to strive for the opportunity to be able to have your talent speak loud enough that when you walk in. Even without asking, can I can I participate? That people already expect you to participate, and two are kind of like 
God damn it, now I can't go. Right, right, right. And, right. I, and I never wanted that energy from nobody, yeah. but, you know, I, and, and y'all would ask me all the time, you going up? Like, <laughs> 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 they did make me cut niggas stage time a few times. Yeah, wait. I was at the comedy game, yeah. ends are coming like, Jay Phillips just walked in, so I need yeah. you to tell the next guy up. He he, oh. he has three minutes instead of seven. Yeah. Yeah. That should happen a few times. Yeah. You walk up in Good. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need it, man. <laughs> Now some some of the vets is ruthless though. Yeah, you he, you weren't ruthless. Mm -hmm. I, I never took it personal. Shit, yeah. that's the game, nigga. Part of it. Yeah. If Jordan yeah. show up to the hoop court and he ain't got to wait the next game, nigga, you hold down. Matter of fact, if you want to enter the game now, right. and we drop it, nigga. Come on, score six twelve. That's the game. I mean, it happened to me, so I, I don't like. I, don't, I didn't like the way it felt when it happened to me. <laughs> Who bumps you? First person to bump you is like motherfucker. That at Fat Tuesdays. Okay. At Fat Tuesdays, and he talks shit about it. Oh, oh man. Oh. Mm hmm. Uh, I, I, fuck it though. Uh, J. Anthony Brown did that shit to me. Oh. <laughs> and that's what I said. I was like, nigga. J but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he bumped comments. He booked at his own club. <laughs> 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 you be up next to J. Spot to J. I was gonna do five minutes. Five minutes. Forty five minutes later, that nigga still on stage. See, this, this was before he had a club and all that. Yeah. And, and Jay was fish grease hot. You know what I mean? Like straight up, he was hot as hot, and you know, I was like, all right, whatever. I'm next. I'm behind the stage. You know, behind the curtain. You know, the curtain on the main room. I'm back there just kicking it, and guy go out, and guy was the guy walked out. He walked past me without going through the middle part. He walked through the side jump this time. He was just like, my bad, yeah. And then <laughs> and then and then went out there. Come to the stage, special guest, and 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 drop J. Anthony Brown. Everybody, oh dope. All right, I'm sitting back there, and I'm like, oh, that's fucked up. He came yeah. back, and he was like, he only gonna do five. That motherfucker did fifty. That nigga was up there. <laughs> At the 10 minute mark, he said, I know there's another comic back there waiting on me to get off right now. Yeah, but fuck that. That's funny. I was that's like, funny. all right. <laughs> all right, motherfucker, that's what's up. I pulled the brick out that goddamn room right after he got off stage, too. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. Now, now you see why I'm going up, too, nigga. Yeah, you know, I took, I took, you know, I, I took, I took that personal, but not personal in a personal way against them. I, I took that as in... I took that as in, like, if you if you talk shit to Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you tell Kobe, I got you locked up, and it's the first quarter, I, I, I took it like that. I was yeah, like, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, you you ripped. That's what's up. That was cute. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, let's go, though. You know what I mean? And, and that's, the way I, that's the way I took that. So, you know, it, it is what it is, but, you know, I, I always wanted to say that. I'll I be seeing y'all face when I walk in. Like, this nigga, God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, man, Todd. Yeah. What you got for us? All right, man. You know sports, man. We're gonna start with sports entertainment, man. Rest in peace to Scott Hall, man. Razor man, Ramon, man. Razor Wolfpack for life, man. NWO, man. A lot of people don't know, man, that the um the Wolfpack. You know what I'm saying? They had uh, C Murder do their entrance, man. And in the Wolfpack, yeah, C Murder did that song. I just want to name a couple of wrestlers that. that was out there down with uh, the Wolfpack, man. Mr. Perfect, Hulk Hogan, Hulk. Uh, Kevin Nash, Diesel, 
Lex Luger, Miss Elizabeth, man, they all was in the in the Wolf Pack with uh, Scott Hall, man. He revolutionized the sport, man. Let me tell you something, Elizabeth. Yeah. Do, do you fuck with Scott Hall or Razor Ramon? Razor, Razor Ramon. Ramon. Scott Razor. Hall. Nah, Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon was the greatest intercontinental champion ever. I never made the real champion. I'm fucking with the bad guy, bro. When he was in the he was still Razor Ramon. Like, I saw ass Razor Ramon. Yeah, to me, yeah, he was still raising more in black. Yeah. Yeah. Raising more wearing black now. He still the truth, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yo, you know what I'm saying? So shout how out. Was, how scary of a name is Scott Hall? Yeah. 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 Not, not, not very Scott Hall. Yeah. Scott Hall last. Yeah. 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 Um, what else you got for us? Next up, man, a lot of a lot of scoring's been going down, man, in the NBA, man. Uh, Trey Young dropped like forty six, uh, forty seven, four, okay, forty seven extra right. point, one cheating minus point, yeah. mm-hmm. and then um, Carl Anthony Towns man dropped sixty. Did <coughs> you know, he? Yeah, right. he dropped sixty. Wow. Last one was was a three yeah. deep. So you know, shout out to uh, Carl Anthony Towns and scoring going down. And you know, LeBron dropped a couple of them fifty burgers out there. So he dropped a couple, a couple of them things, man. Fifty six, then he dropped fifty. LeBron's doing his thing. Lakers getting popped, but LeBron's doing it. So, KD are the Lakers still Jason going to the championship tie? Jason Taylor dropped 50? Are the Lakers still going to the championship, in your opinion? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, shit. This year? Uh, this year, yeah. Okay. You okay. see it. <laughs> I put my $10 bet down. I get back $330 if they win, so yeah. Uh, Faithful to the end. Right. Hey, hey, till it's over. Hold on, we, the Scott Hall thing. Favorite wrestler of all time. Uh man, I gotta either go with uh, probably Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. Probably hey. Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. You know them conscious <laughs> niggas gonna eat your ass up. Because <laughs> of Ultimate Warrior? Yeah, nigga. Yeah. He was a racist, racist motherfucker. motherfucker. So small moment. <laughs> all the niggas was racist. <laughs> I mean, hey. I, 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 was, I was a kid. When I was when WrestleMania 6, to me, it was the greatest WrestleMania of all time. When Hulk Hogan walked over and gave him the belt. Man, we talked about that all day at school the next day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck that shit. We, been, we got <laughs> trouble at school talking about that. They got 38 shots. You got most of the water in the water. He had the feathered mullet. Come on. <laughs> Favorite wrestler of all time. Man, I mean, I always say Shawn Michaels. I'm like, what? Who? I hated Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, man. HBK was was the oh. shit, man. I fucked with him. <laughs> tough. Um, Degeneration X, all that kind of shit. I never forgave him for breaking up the rockers. What's your favorite wrestler of all time? Uh, animal from the Road Warriors. Animal from the Road Warriors. Yeah. Hawk and Animal got yeah. Yeah. Animal yeah. my goddamn man. Yeah. I don't favorite wrestler. Uh, it was Junkyard Dog. Hey, Loki, go But for a long time, long time Junkyard Dog. Chuck our dog and um Chuck our dog is dope. Because he was like the first black, you know what I mean, popular wrestler. Like straight yeah. nigg like 
African American black. <laughs> <laughs> now, like Jimmy Fly Snooker was kind of—he's mixed. You know what I'm saying? He got good hair. <laughs> Young Dog Dog had a, a motherfucking chain, DJ of show chain around his neck, <laughs> and, he, and he hung out with Hulk Hogan. Carmel. Oh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. That's a good one. Yes, sir. Make me who your favorite wrestler is. I'm gonna go for Hulk Hogan. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm probably either the Undertaker or Triple H. Triple H is my new. I had to go Triple H. Yeah, Triple H, hands down. Triple H. Yeah. He's the villain. The villain that you had to Yeah, I'm going to rock too. The rock was going to be. I was more because I was a kid. Yo. I started watching wrestling again because of the rock. Yo. I got to go. See, y'all drop. He dropped two. You can't drop two. No, Triple H. My second one, straight up of all time, it might be number one, is Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Flair was the greatest. Yeah. He's still pimping to. I follow yeah. that nigga on IG yeah. right now. Yeah. 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 Nobody. Yeah. Cool. He was a cold. You know he. Ain't nobody. Oh yeah, he did. He should have. Yeah. I've been driving limos, wearing gold chains, robbing Mercedes Benz, and having mansions for years. Woo! That nigga Woo! was. Yeah. It was Cash Money Millionaires yeah, before yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a smooth motherfucker. Right there. Dope, Who talk more shit, the Rock or Macho Man? The Rock. Rock. The Rock. Macho Man? I would say Macho Man was talking more shit, but The Rock was the best shit talking about. Macho Man is Macho Man. The Rock's the greatest of all time. Buster Rhymes of wrestling, man. Wow, he's one of a kind. Ooh, brother. Memorable, man. Rest in peace. Why nobody said Stone Cold? Stone Cold. Yeah. He be on his tippy toe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, get me something to drink. He was on the Molly that, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of my childhood, she was the Hulk Hogan and. and the best era was the Rock and Stone Cold. The Rock, yeah, yeah. Like the Rock, Stone Cold, yeah. Triple Rock, Stone Cold, Rivalry. Yeah, nigga, that, that. When I think of Stone Cold had a beer truck. He came down and shot Vince Man with a thing of beer. That shit was fucking crazy. <laughs> you yeah, watch, I, you watch him wrestling at 17, you ain't got no pussy, huh? That's what I'm watching again. 43 Nigga, you're 82. I would say, I would say outside of Hogan slamming under the giant. Oh yeah. It's when Zeus showed up. Oh Zeus Zeus. Yeah. 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 Rest come on the next day. This nigga is in the on the show. They like, broke that fourth wall, man. Like, what? Then they showed up at Craig's house. <laughs> <laughs> Last time. Last thing I got, man, is uh, man, this motherfucker the goat fucked around and unretired on y'all ass. Oh, Tom, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah, he unretired and he said, "I'm going back to the Bucks." So the NFL is on notice. Tom Brady is back out there. And shout out to Russell Wilson going to the Denver Broncos. Yo, they say he they're trying to trade they um they talking about trading him to the Niners. 
They saying that's why he came back, so they could transfer, trade him over there to the 49ers for a package. You, you trade Tom Brady. What? Your job back. That's what he wants. He was supposed to come back. He was talking about coming back and just going straight there, but he yeah. decided to come back and go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because the Shanahan didn't want him. No, you better trade that nigga. Yeah, trade Tom Brady. They ain't got yeah, no they future. They not going to win next year. Man. He ain't late, but he's 59, oh, nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> playing like he's 27. Yeah, but get something for him. Yeah, get some draft picks for him, nigga. I think trading for draft picks is uh, overrated. Yeah. You never know what these motherfuckers going to turn out to be. I want a proven you know product. Saying? Yeah, proven product. Give me somebody who actually can get us to the promised land versus some motherfucker out of Appalachian State. <laughs> really? Well, I got the Appalachian State. You better get somebody State. better than Appalachian State. I can't be JSU. That's where he went. He went to Appalachian. No, why can't it be JSU? I'm a JSU. JSU, okay. Hey, what's Virginia Tech? Well, no State University. It was a real college. But the worst, the, the worst, the worst part about Tom Brady coming back though is the dude who got his last touchdown pass. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because some of them do sold it. Five hundred thousand. Yeah, five hundred. Somebody got five hundred thousand to buy it on a football. That's just funny as hell. That lost yeah. all his value. He got another five hundred thousand. He probably he got more five hundred thousand. Maybe I. Can't they insure those purchases? I don't know. I ain't never thought about doing yeah. no dumb shit. Niggas do five hundred thousand every day. He be all right. Yeah. Would you, okay, we're going to go to a break. When we get back, more correct facts. Yeah. Yeah. Splish splash, I was taking a bath and noticed I had some beautiful balls. Our friends down at Manscaped, the global leader in below-the-waist hygiene, are turning men's shower dreams into our favorite routine with the new ultra-premium collection. This all-in-one hygiene skin and hair bundle is designed to upgrade the everyday man's shower routine from head to toe. Your skin, your hair, your balls deserve this. Save big by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code Craig. Again, save big by going to manscaped.com. Get 20% off plus free shipping and handling. Just type the promo code Craig. Can I talk to you about the Manscaped uh, showering routine? Lather on the cologne-infused ultra-premium body wash with aloe vera oil and sea salt to keep your skin feeling fresh and moisturized all day. Not sure if you heard correctly, but this body wash is cologne-infused, and people love it. Step two, it's hair care time. Apply the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner that cleanses and nourishes in one step. The non-greasy formula has a base of coconut water, green tea, aloe, turmeric, and sage. You can also apply this to your armpit regions. Step three, once you hop out of that shower, protect yourself and your body from odor by applying on the Manscaped Aluminum-Free Deodorant. This deodorant dries, clears, and is also cologne-infused. Step four, have tattoos or dry skin? Let's hit your skin with that hydrating body moisturizer spray. Step five, apply the Manscaped Lip Balm. This is actually a free gift when you purchase the Ultra Premium Collection. And last but not least is the, uh, the Lawnmower 4.0. Look, this is how I keep my balls smooth, clean, and ready for action. Get that lawnmower, man. 
the women are going to love you for it. Again, all you have to do is go to manscaped.com. You get 20% off your purchase with free shipping. Just type in the promo code Craig. Hey, hey, Craig Facts is sponsored by BetterHelp. I know you hear us talk a lot about BetterHelp on the show, but today we'd like to help you clear up some of the stigmas concerning mental health. Some people think you got to wait till life becomes unbearable before you go see a therapist. Wrong. Therapy is a tool you utilize before things get bad and it can help you avoid life's lows. It's customized online therapy. You can do it through live chat, video, and on the phone. And you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than regular therapy and they can match you with a therapist within 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have chosen to use BetterHelp. This podcast was sponsored by betterhelp.com. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash Craig and get 10% off your first month. Again, go to betterhelp.com forward slash Craig and get 10% off your first month. We go to the gym daily to take care of our bodies. Why not talk to a therapist to take care of your mind? Better thinking, better living is all conditioned with the right habits and talking to the right people. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash Craig, get 10% off your first month and think positive thoughts. You could be a better all-around player and not be a better player. That's you true. Can. Like, you can. That's true. You can. Yeah, because LeBron's a better all-around player than Jordan. But Jordan's better. Odom better than Kobe Bryant. But he's no. a better all-around player. I'd rather have Kobe okay, so, on my team. So, uh, but yeah. Lamar Mack did more all yeah. than Lamar for all five positions. Oh, yeah, are we back on? Yeah, like I can't lean on Kobe. I can't lean on. Hey, you know it's back on. Like I can lean on. We're back on? Yeah. We're back on. Okay. Look, Giannis, he can't do a whole lot, but the shit he does is greater than all the shit combined that uh, Ilgowskis oh. can yeah, do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Exactly. But LeBron's top five record holder in every stat. So, Carmelo was a Carmelo was the second greatest scorer of all time, and no one ever put Carmelo on the greatest player of all time. It was like yeah, he got all the points, but you were still Carmelo. No one knew he had all his points until like his later years. We all know people. People. People watch basketball. We all know. Yeah, we don't care about casual fans what they think. Right. People watch basketball do. Right. And it was, but no one was still like yeah, he's one of the greatest power forwards, but. We all knew Carl Malone was dust when it came time to win, so it was like, so fucking 36,000 points. That's why Jordan stole the ball from him and, the back shit, up like. and shot the winning shot. Yeah. All right, we're back. We're back. We're, we're back on track. Uh, uh, snaps, what you got for us? All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into some tree talk. <clears throat> Legal marijuana sales in New York by the end of 2020. State officials say that it's highly possible. So those out there in New York, um, by the end of 2020, you'll be able. They're saying that it's highly possible you're able to grow and sell marijuana in New York. Wow. Also, um, if you had a, a marijuana history, meaning a legal history. 2020. 2022. Okay, for sure. So if you've been arrested, went to jail for. If you've been arrested in the past, or you have a history, uh, a record for uh, marijuana, you can also sell and uh, grow grow marijuana in New York. So shout out to New York for that. It's a zip code thing. If you live, if you were arrested and grew up in a certain zip code, you actually can get a a, a license to be a uh, what do they call dispensary for free. <laughs> so the the controversy that's been happening is a lot of these rich white cats have been going in the hood looking for people who have marijuana offenses that live in certain zip codes, like in Compton, South Central, and they've been basically buying them out of their shit and not paying them. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's some some ill shit going on right now. A lot of people don't know about. Yeah, yeah don't uh, don't get it twisted. I'm sure I, I was in New York uh, a couple months ago. You can definitely get marijuana out there before it all be illegal. It's people everywhere walking up to you. My thing with it is, I think they need to. Uh, why they they switch? They finally changed that. They need to change their cigar laws out there too. Because I was out there, you couldn't find nothing. No, they don't. No Dutches, no Swishes, none of that stuff. If you in New York, yeah. If you in New York, you are highly shortchanged in, in the cigar in the rap area. Literally, I paid I think between fourteen and seventeen dollars for a pack of Backwoods, and two of them. Was a crack pipe, so yeah, no, and I don't smoke back. I'm saying I don't smoke backwoods, but that's all they had out there. I, I got, I found a grab a leaf in like Staten Island somewhere. Yeah, you gotta go to them local bodegas. They got them. They'll sell them like under the table type shit. Yeah, yeah. So I just make you know, you're in New York, just make a bong out of an apple. No, we don't smoke bongs anymore. Oh, Not at an apple. Uh, yeah. Street talk here. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Nice. That's what you did there. Right <laughs> we all some other shit. Yeah. All right. So shout out to New York. Uh, they finally finna get that. Also, while we on tree talk, man, free Britney Griner, man. Let her get her up out of there. No Russian Sally. They got her in the men's joint. They make a fight Ukraine. That's right next door. Yeah, yeah, that's same line. Hey, yeah. <laughs> they better not put her in that man's joint. She's gonna come out with a burping daddy. She's gonna be pregnant. Her wife's gonna be upset. You think she got some good pussy? No. Nah. Hell nah. Trash. Why? Why is he trash? Just, just, just look at this. She's really grinding, man. Yeah, she might throw a thing like you. No. I mean, she grinds that pussy. No. 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 That's too hard. You know, rape with a nigga that won't it. <laughs> you got me down. I'm down. I'm down. Uh, I can't move. I can't move. You're trying to rape me. I'm here for it. 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 I set myself up for this. <laughs> I just got my passport. <laughs> I come visit you. Yeah. Yeah, she been in there over a month. <laughs> she, she, she basically. You think she can get you the wine? What? Brittany Griner. You her seller. You don't think she can take it from me? All right. You sleep. You saying there ain't no woman out there that can take it from you? No. It's one woman out there that can. No. UFC. It's, no. it's a woman out there. Power the cyborg. She is. No. Nigga, <laughs> they lie to take it from me. Yeah. Oh, boy. 
Sheep is on fire. Pick the one with a two piece, he's gonna be looking for the biscuit. <laughs> You notice niggas didn't laugh because it was true. You know? <laughs> Don't say funny when they true. All the girls are beating us. Alright, check this out. Uh Biden signs a deal. I mean Biden, yeah, Biden signs a bill to take on a rising rising meth abuse. So since COVID, uh, I guess the police confiscated uh three times more marijuana and meth. Uh, paraphernalia than they have over the last couple of years and meth uh, overdoses are up triple or, or three times than it was before COVID so he put together a team to acknowledge the problem first of all and then figure out ways to stop the meth uh, epidemic moving forward you know what I mean? Fuck Joe Biden. I mean they got a big problem. <laughs> I mean, this the motherfucker who wrote three strikes laws now he giving the meth people help Right. This nigga just work. gave him all pipes and now he want to <laughs> Oh, you just gave it to me? Yeah. <laughs> that nigga's a read from number trouble to you. Let me ask y'all this. Put him in jail. If they gave, they should go to jail. And that's my question. If they gave that task to the Craig Facts crew, you know what I mean? To come up with ways on how to stop how to stop the epidemic going forward, what should I think? Uh, stop giving me uh, that. <laughs> oh, if, they, if they white, they go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they white, they on meth. You had all that privilege, and you wasting all your privilege on meth. You going to jail for ten to twelve years, motherfucker. If you, that's what happened to niggas back in the eighties. So, but that ain't stopping. Hey, way it ain't about stopping them. It's about being fair. Perfect way to stop <laughs> drug use is put it in the ass. If you got to do it on oh. the ass. You just sober three niggas up right now. Oh, I'm <laughs> we're done, we're done. I don't fuck with switches no more. No more Ain't no more blunts. It's, it's a little ass you gotta do it. <laughs> 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 put your lips in the ass. I had it, I had it, Yeah, put your lips in the ass, huh? Don't stop it all, man. Yeah, man, that's yeah. a new. Motherfuckers don't want ass more than they want to be high. Man. You, know what <laughs> you gotta put an ass to your face if you're high, yeah. Yeah. I'm down. So Quit! Quit! Put your dog boys, Blaine. I ain't smoking the shit no more. So we got a woman in San Francisco suing the police department for um, she was sexually assaulted and she mad because they used her DNA in this assault to link her to a past crime. Oh! oh. So, so, so she committed a crime, you know, I don't know, six, eight months ago. She was raped two weeks ago and they used that DNA from the, from the rape kit and said, oh, well, shit. This is this is the God. You know what? This is the I can't get a test for that. I can't get a test for that. I don't know. I didn't come here for this. You right. That's oh. fucked up. You get raped and then you ruin. You know, you get raped yeah. and then you ruin your reputation. Why? Why? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get raped and then you, you ruin your reputation. <laughs> <laughs> 
Me and Lemmy. Todd said, I ain't here for this. Would you steal $72 worth of shoe? She was probably. She was probably cooperative as hell. They were like, can we speak with you for a moment? Yeah. Hell yeah, I saw oh, all of yeah. them. Yeah. 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 What do you mean, me? We'll be right with you. <laughs> right. So, 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 what are you thinking of that though? I mean, like, is that, is that... that's crazy. That's why that DNA shit, man. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know, man. I think if you didn't, if I didn't get caught for the crimes, you know what I'm saying, and my DNA tell on me, that I shouldn't be. I have to go to jail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How, right. huh? How disrespectful is it to, for them to not talk about the rape? Right. Like, no, yeah, fuck, I already know, but fuck that. Yeah, fuck you know, know. Like, 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 we found your rapist. Yeah. Is he the nigga you robbed the bank with, yeah. motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, crime, what crime trumps rape besides murder? I don't know. They're going to knock three weeks off yeah. your sentence. <laughs> 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 you got raped, man. But think about it, though. Somebody's sitting around short something because she committed this crime. So some, yeah, so some, some, somebody like, she, she raped me and my savings. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Does, does, her, does her physical rape trump that, you know what I'm saying? Whatever she stole, the people probably had insurance coverage. And I ain't that, never that, that, that's, that's a big, yeah, that's yeah. a big assumption, man. Is you that know? karma? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'm not gonna go there, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold when karma happens before. You feel what I'm saying? I mean, that's called yeah. karma finds a way. So whatever she did, I ain't gonna do it because I don't want to get raped. <laughs> 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 that's how you stop crying too. Hair drug you. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, rape, nigga. If you rape, yeah. we catch you, so we gonna see you somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> we gonna see you somewhere. Yeah. We gonna, so we gonna, we gonna change some shit up in your life. Nigga. Yeah. Go in that room with them over there. Yeah, cool. we'll be with you in a minute. You know, you know, you know who could take you, Craig. Oh. Remember Dot on Married with Children? The chick he starts getting out on his face? And she got that slow chick? Yeah, you think she could take yeah, you? Yeah, I, I think she could take you, bro. Oh, man. I think Dot from Married with Children can get you. I think Leslie Jones would tackle you, Dwan. Leslie Jones? The lady from the Popeye's Chicken commercial can get you, Dwan. Oh, yeah. Who's that? Mm-hmm. You just said my commercial, make a doctor. The lady is nice. Yeah. She's nice. She's nice. She's nice. She's a nice woman. Who gonna get Sunny? What female can get Sunny? Oh, uh, well, uh, Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> Lori Lightfoot. That's a bad motherfucker, though. Lori Lightfoot. Yeah. Yeah. Regular. Oh, yeah. Sonny be in trouble fucking with Lori. <laughs> Beat your ass with a cool man. Man. Yeah, that's crazy. That was your, you got one more? <clears throat> yeah, so uh, um, there's another lawsuit against uh, Hertz, Hertz rental car place. You know, they also acquired uh, uh, Dollar Car Rental and uh, Thrifties. A uh, bunch of people have been getting falsely arrested 
based on reports that Hertz was putting out saying that the car is stolen oh. and, 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 and that they tried to reach out to these people on multiple <laughs> occasions. Dirty pool, man. Yeah, dirty pool, because these people got receipts, man. Hey, I, just, I just got off the phone with them. One uh, one dude got caught. He got COVID. He, you know, rented a car, was out of town somewhere, got COVID, so he had to, you know, he had to, you know, quarantine somewhere. So he called him and told him, hey, you know, I'm going to be quarantining here. It's a couple of weeks, and he got the money. They billed him, charged him, and everything. And he's returning the car a few weeks later. I mean, he turns the corner that the that the rental car place is on. Police get behind him. Before he know it, it's five, six, eight SWAT car. I mean, cars behind him. <laughs> yeah. Why the police get behind you? Shouldn't they get in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> they, they want you to run. Yeah. They, they want yeah. you to run. They're antagonizing. They're 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 they should get in front of you and stop and slow you down. That's really how a traffic stop should go. Yeah. yeah then, then all you do is turn around and go the opposite direction. When you're on the football field and you're chasing a, a receiver down, do, you, do they run in front of him and stop and try to slow him down? Or, or do they come from behind and put the, put the cuffs on him? But what I'm saying is it's harder to get around you. Mm. What you what you don't want to do is turn your back to a motherfucker that you're about to walk <laughs> up on this car. Right. You don't see him, though. You don't yeah. see him from behind. Okay. You pull in front of him and get out your car and walk backwards. I'm, I'm down here, fam. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but it's more dangerous for the person being pulled over because they got to go back into traffic. So if they try to escape, you don't have to they got to go back. If I'm behind you, this it's an open pathway. If I got more motor or more driving skills than you, I got a better chance of getting away. If, if we're both doing 80 miles an hour and you get in front of me and we're doing 80 miles an hour and I stop and turn around, you... you you're going to be sure right, you're going no, to wait behind. But I'm saying you can keep the same procedure. You get in front and then put your lights on. You feel right? Shut your back. I'm not using that. He's not using that. That's why I'm 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 I disagree. They put them goddamn bright ass lights on you. It's like a wall in front of you, fam. Right, right. Yeah. They, they blind you. It's yeah. a it's it's a the whole psychological shit, yeah. battle from the time right. that they hit them the, from the time they hit them lights to the time you pull your license out. It's, yeah. They 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 got you psychologically on lock from yeah. that moment on. One, one more with the light. What if the light was flashing from the front as opposed to the back? It is. The perp wouldn't be able to see <laughs> shit. But like it is. It's hitting the mirror. It's hitting the mirror. So it's shining back into your face. Exactly. You know what you're talking about? They already know who you are when they pull up to the car. Right. Before they hit the lights, they already know who you are, where you live. And they scan your place. So you don't think it's flawed to start off at a disadvantage. Being behind somebody is a disadvantage. The probability, there's too many different probabilities. But that's why you have a backup car to yeah, I was gonna say, when you pull up, only one car shows up? Yeah. Like and then it would be easier to pull people over because they wouldn't know that they were being pulled over until you were already in front of them. You understand what I'm saying? If I'm in front of somebody and I put my lights on, I'm already in a dominant position. If I'm starting off, nigga Craig just peeing in the pool right now. Worst cop ever. Like you have no arrests, you have no tickets. If you don't see the cop cars that get next to you, you deserve to get pulled over. You should see that motherfucker ten cars back. And then why do we? Why is there colors? Disoriented. To, 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 to separate themselves. Like the black and white, that shit is stupid. Black and white. That's a uniform color. They kill, yeah. they kill whales, sharks. 
Okay, you that's the psychology behind it. Yeah, we, I'm high. We're gonna keep going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they should come at it. No. They, they, yeah. <laughs> they should actually approach at a ninety degree angle. They should come from the side, not from the front nor the back. So they, a T-bone card. Yeah, right, right. Smack right. off of it off the wall. Yeah. They should see the pivot move. This is your brain on drugs. I'm trying to everything around this motherfucker. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Mimi, yeah, I got no so. time. What you got for us, Mimi? Uh, you said Mimi? Yeah, you know okay. it. was Mimi's birthday. It's okay. It was Mimi's Shot for yeah, we're gonna take a shot. We got some poppies up in here. And shoot you. Hey, if you guys haven't had poppies, you gotta go to poppiesbourbon.com. Oh, yeah, it's smooth. It's the poppies. It doesn't have a bite. And make sure you tell them Craig Fat sent you because that's who sent you. So, look, y'all, I want to talk about these haters. You feel me? You out here doing your thing. You living your life, doing what you do. And they watching you. They trying to do what you do. They hear your joke. They want to copy it they see they see the moves being made and they want to duplicate your style yeah, yeah. I get tired of that don't you get tired of that place yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, a bunch of these copycat motherfuckers ain't nobody well, copycat them glasses you know what <laughs> I see somebody no further questions Shout out to myself. Hey, it's birthday too. Uh, I'm making a joke. It's his birthday uh, too. Uh, oh, it's your birthday. It's my birthday too. It's all our birthdays. Yeah, all the Nagas. That's some funny shit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, haters are everywhere, man. The, the thing about haters is, it's, it's, they really don't exist. It's not. Unless a motherfucker can stop you from making money, now that's different. But mm-hmm. imitation generally is the highest form of flattery. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Motherfucker ain't gonna give you props; they're just gonna do what you do. Man. All right. So hey, that's right. I love you for it. Yeah. Love is gonna love. This nigga trying to kick off the orgy. Zipping his pants out of him. Let me go ahead and crack it off. <laughs> he think he can crack off. He's in here shy. Nah. <laughs> nigga trying to crack it off. It's wrong room, nigga. This ain't that type of room. Nigga. It's going to start with me first. Yeah. And it's going to spread. Yeah. They got a fist full of rupees. Looking for tops. Check the poppy shop, man. Make sure they ain't been open enough. I, I don't have the bag earlier, man. They got one of them. Make sure the ceiling ain't broken. And they got, they got one of them poppy bottles in them. Right. I got poppies on me right now. Who wants a shot? Who wants a shot? Who wants a shot? Who 
want to shut I, up. I, I, I got some poppers in me. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three. Two or three. Oh, <laughs> That's well, some horse poppy squirt. <laughs> yeah, poppy oh, squirt. Oh. What you got for? What you got for, Sonny? Oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. Mine's real quick. little pop culture bullshit. But uh, Craig's boy decided to stick with the lie to the end. Jesse Smollett. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and it looks like he got uh, 150 50 days in jail. Oh, really? Yeah, well, yeah. And as it, but, but as he was <laughs> As he was leaving the courtroom, <laughs> he, started, he started yelling out, I am not suicidal. Believe me, Jesse's going to be all right. He's going to make a lot of money in there. That nigga going to be a star. He walked into the jail with entrance music. Empire, man. Empire. Little Empire intro. Dude, they go Jamal. He was hot to say. Sonny look like Jesse Stylus. Yeah. Juicy gonna be all right. He got groupies in that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. They ready. They said, I get Juicy. Uh, be mine first. Yeah, he ain't there. taking turns. It's like a football pool in that motherfucker. Yeah. We're going hit first. <laughs> Not Ray J. <laughs> so they call you Juice. Crazy thing, the crazy thing about somebody wanting to go first yeah. is somebody want to go last. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. That's nasty. This <laughs> a nigga that already got a whole play written for him. Right. <laughs> right. 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 That nigga, he gonna go in there and win an Oscar. I promise you. Somebody, <laughs> man, yeah, somebody got a play written for him right there. Them niggas in jail be just they be coming up with shit. Yeah, like, I got a nine niggas and you got a children's book and a play. They already know he coming in there with, yeah. with three or four bottles, two pounds, and a uh, uh, and uh, a bag of shit. <laughs> and, ain't, and ain't nobody gonna ask how he got it in there. No. He's gonna be a man in there, bro. Be they fun. already know. He's gonna be singing in there. He's gonna be the LeBron James. <laughs> and I'm live in every category. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, white boys gonna hey. like him, the Mexicans gonna like him, the blacks gonna like him. Hey, all, like best him. all around Hooper. Be <laughs> <laughs> hooping like a motherfucker. Oh, there. Uh, shout out to Jesse Smollett. You still a black man. Still a black man. Keep your head up, man. That's right. Uh, if that works, yeah, yeah. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you You got something? Yeah, that's what they vote. You know, they're not going to the pen. I was like, hopefully the LGBT, he claimed the LGBTQ sense, so hopefully they got him, Jesse. They got you. They stole the fist, so they can take it. He's going to take the fist. Hey, here you go. What you think will happen if they put him in there with Brittany Griner? Brittany Griner's going to take that ass. 
That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. one nigga I know she can get. Yeah, he's fucked. Yeah. He gonna have to take a plan B in the morning. She won't let that nigga get up. <laughs> Get off me! Yeah. Get off of me! Shut up, nigga! Stop! Stop! She gonna hold that nigga and fuck him standing up. <laughs> it's okay to cry. Oh, that's called. So what y'all think about that picture, that picture floating around the YG with his hand up the stripper butt? I ain't seen it. Y'all ain't seen that? No. no. Yeah, YG and them, man. Uh, yeah, I should look. Party, you party. What do you mean? What do you mean his hand was up her butt? Like he was fisting her, or what do you mean? It was a female, right? Thumbs up? Like a yeah, it's a female. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta ask sure? these things. Make sure. Of course, you look it up. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, but she gonna be she gonna be asking for some money next week. Yeah. <laughs> right now she, yeah, right now she happy with it. Yeah, yeah. hand of her ass with a dress shirt. Yeah, you still close. She can't see her face. That's yeah. the like anybody's ass. Yeah, yeah but the environment. Ah, he's in the strip club now. He's doing that shit in church. It'd be something talking about. Oh, he's in the strip club. He dressed like he. Yeah, he dressed like he. Should still be there. Jay, is anything you got coming up you want to promote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After the nigga stick his finger in somebody's ass. Uh, <laughs> right after that, huh? That's a segue. That's a segue. All right. Um, what, what, what would be really dope, man? Uh, I got a I got a late night show that I do on YouTube, uh, the Jay Phillips Live Channel. You see the joint down there. Uh, Wednesday nights, it's live. It's dope, man. I got all you know, all your favorite comics come through and and rock out. We got you know, normally four comics and a special guest every week. Uh, it's, it's fun, man. Eight thirty over on my on my page, man. Come over there and check it out, man. I just started the page not that long ago. Uh, thanks to Craig, he was one of my first guests on there. Yeah, so uh, yo, it's, it's dope, man. So come by, check that joint out, man. I would love to have y'all come through. Yeah, that's dope, man. Play for the live. Man, Snap, tell them where they can find you. <clears throat> yes, sir. Pen Roethlisberger, Snaptastic underscore Pen on IG. Uh, keep your head, keep looking out. That Dina Collective album is on its way. It's coming real soon. Uh, you think you write all the time? Well, I write more. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> <clears throat> you already know what it is. Bad Boy Blaze. Shout out to myself. Double uh, O B L Z at Instagram. Holla backwards. Peace. Hey, y'all, go to my YouTube channel, Keeping It Real With Mimi, or get you some poppies. Make sure you tell them Craig Facts sent you. I appreciate the love. Deuces. Hello, world. It's your boy Autobots, man. Tap him with me on Instagram. It's ITS Autobots. Uh, tap him with me and, and everything else that you can Google up and find. Um, I got some YouTube stuff out there. I ain't... Go go too deep, and if you find it, you find it beautiful. No, I ain't go too deep. If you find it, you find it. It's all good. But uh, uh, subscribe to the uh, Craig Facts too, man. Um, 
Instagram at Craig Facts too. Check that out too, man. I think they had a thousand followers right now, man. Get that up. And uh, love your life, and uh, you did. Real quick, it's your man Sonny in the evening. Again, don't follow me, but hit the like button. Follow Craig Facts. Follow everybody else on this platform, and uh, keep tuning in. Are you dark in the morning? <laughs> what the fuck? Nigga, Sunny in the evening. Dark in the morning. <laughs> Anywho, my bad. Do you wake up like this? Right. Why you gotta be so gay? What's up, y'all? Black Brew BLCK BRW. Yo, next week we got a major announcement, so stay tuned. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Music Family Tree is coming out real soon. Mm-hmm. Recorded some new sound packs yesterday, so live drum samples.com is coming out soon. I had to re-record all my shit. I know y'all been asking about my samples. I had to re-record them because the quality wasn't right. You, know? you got cheese and crackers? <laughs> uh, let's talk samples, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Sorry, Duane. <laughs> you look like one of the criminals on paper <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a reference. Follow Craig Facts and so yeah. a lot of the criminals look like that on that movie. Yeah. Game. Game. Yeah. Game. Oh, yeah. 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 You got a customized tackle box. <laughs> <laughs> that says Smitty 2 on it. Yeah, that's funny. Man, that's it. Uh, we got this show April 9th at Club 402. Man, I'm doing the podcast live here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Tickets will be available today. Make sure you purchase them immediately because the shows will sell out. 7.30 show and a 9 o'clock show. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Not too far from the Staples Arena, like about a mile walk from there. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to have a ball. A lot of special guests. Make sure y'all support if you in L.A. And I got some... Uh, I'll wait to talk about that. Craig, we say, you be saging your hat when you be having upsetting thoughts? Is it saging? Yeah. Oh, no, Come on, the ash from the sage does get on his head. Yeah, yeah. I don't say it. <laughs> Man, this drink is crazy today. That nigga got mellow as shit. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Yeah, I remember that like a motherfucker. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Make sure y'all come to the show. That nigga just faded out in the middle of it. Yeah, baby, so get on over to the show. We got a show. <laughs> <laughs> at thecraigsmith.com make sure you purchase uh, yeah very quickly and uh, if I owe you something get it from God nigga that's been this episode Ooh, yeah. 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 God is good to me you